everyone. It's Maria Recruit here from All Things Real Estate. And I know I have a lot of people, listeners, who want to increase their revenue and have more direct bookings for their short-term rentals. So if you're one of the people who are looking to increase by, by learning more marketing trips, but have marketing tips, I should say, and about becoming more savvy about direct bookings, then you've come to the right show. And it's my pleasure to have Damien Sheridan. Thank you for coming back again, Damien. And Damien is the producer founder of Book the, the Book Direct Show, which is going to be at the end of September online. And I'm going to be one of the speakers there. And I also have Natasha Permantier from Spain. Thank you for coming on my show. It's your first time, but it won't be your last. So thank you for being my guest. Uh, so tell us, so tell us, uh, Natasha, how is it in Spain now? What happened with the COVID-19 up until now for your own business? Yes. Um, so first, thank you for inviting me. And I will, I will talk about my business as I'm a host uh, here in Spain, but I also help a lot of other hosts to have more direct bookings. So I will let you know both sides of this uh, business. For, uh, in Spain, we were, we were forbidden to have any rentals for COVID. So just right now, it has been opening again. But I can see, I mean, I have a rental. I have also, my partner has uh, some rental in Valencia City. Mine is uh, outside. And the demand is very shy right now. People are still afraid um, of booking anywhere. They're afraid to travel. Um, and they prefer places out of Valencia. In fact, I have more demand uh, for my place out of Valencia than mm -hmm. this one. Uh, that we have here, which is like right to the beach uh, in Valencia City. So there is a big switch in the demand, I think. People don't want to be in a city where there are a lot of people. They prefer to go to the countryside, like do some kind of retreat in the nature after being like isolated for yeah. so long. Yeah. Uh, I see a trend like this. Another trend, and I see this also with my clients or people in my groups, a lot of people are asking for discounts. We have a yes. lot of discount seekers yeah. thinking that, well, like they say, you didn't have business for two months or three months. Why you don't want to put the prices lower? Well, because you know my cost and also, uh, yeah. I will, like, basically, I know what the, there is a price. And if you don't want that price, yeah. Yeah. maybe there is another competitor who would be happy with this. Yes. Uh, but this a lot i see this for me and also for my clients so mm -hmm. that, so that are the different trends that I see. Mm -hmm. and you know that that's the problem is you don't know who these people are they could mm -hmm. be people running away from another property that they got kicked out of and they want to come to you and that's why they're negotiating the price so i'm really worried about people who want to negotiate the price because this is our full season so why are you negotiating if you can't pay if you can't do it don't come stay home Right. I mean, really, quite frankly, you know, I mean, and that's why we, you know, that's why we need multiple sources of income, you know, which I've done my whole life with my businesses, because if we're stuck with one, we become so needy of that money coming. In. Yeah. And you know what? We need to become smarter as business people have multiple streams of income, whichever it is, maybe different kinds of rentals. If you're in the rental business. 
long-term, short-term, in-between-term, maybe get commercial property, maybe get uh, apartment buildings, whatever it is, right? But, but diversify is really, really important. So then you're not needy. Uh, because what happened this past weekend, uh, they just opened it up for us here in the Niagara region in Ontario, Canada. And what happened was there were some hosts in um, the town of Niagara Falls, Ontario, that had guests come over and the guests completely destroyed the property. They kicked in doors, they, they stole the TVs, they did everything. So how do you like that? You just opened up, you haven't had any money for a number of months and these people come and destroy your property. So we really have to be so very careful. Now, I don't know if this is happening to you. This has not happened to me in uh, the Niagara region in my homes, but I vet people a lot. I've been doing this for 20 years so I can kind of feel them out. Have you had that kind of destruction happening in your homes, Damien or Natasha? Um. From myself, no, but my, where my property is located here in Spain, at least anyway, it's a, it's a very quiet kind of a mm -hmm. charming, you know, where authentic Spanish village. So it's not the kind of destination that young people or party people would yeah. be interested in at all. It shuts down pretty much from about 10 o'clock and there's, there's really, there's, it's not got, you know, major nightlife. So yeah, it really attracts. Uh, that kind of element. Uh, the worst, really, I've got is just people leaving the place really messy. But yeah. no, not, uh, no, anything as as destructive as that. No. Good for you, fantastic. How about you, Natasha? Has that happened to any of the hosts you know, or to any of your properties? Yes, yeah, same for same for me. It like they didn't destroy. Sometimes, mm -hmm. yes, some people are like more dirty or more yes. messy than yes. others. I think that's why with direct bookings, you can manage more who you have yes. and what was yes. a deposit and not on some platforms. It's not that easy. So mm -hmm. I think that's something. In fact, I got a request for a week um, like in end of July from a local uh, Spanish uh, person and she liked the place. She wanted it. And then when I said this is a price plus there will be a deposit, yeah. it was direct. Uh, she said, okay, no, thank you. And then when I asked, because I have a group of other hosts uh, in Valencia region, so to help her, I said, okay, what, tell me your criteria mm -hmm. and I can help you find some, another place which will be more suitable. Sure. Uh, and she said it was the same budget. She had the same budget uh, and the same kind of criteria, but I think it was the deposit which made her say no. And in fact, when you don't want a deposit, it's me. Yes. That you have something that you already Absolutely. know. Absolutely. I agree. So, yeah. So yeah, I saw I saw this. And for my clients, one I think it has some it has for some very specific dates. And uh, when it's end of the year, then there is there are more risk. And she had the booking and it was in fact she was it was an Airbnb. She was using usually VRBO and now we are switching her with her. Uh, own website, mm -hmm. but she was using Airbnb. She didn't have any problems for years. Mm -hmm. And uh, on Airbnb, she started and she had uh, like some guests who didn't really treat well her properties. It's in Alaska. Yeah. And so yeah, that that happens usually. It's it's not like they don't treat it super bad, but yeah, like some guests mm -hmm. treat it better than others. Yes, very roughly, which we never had years ago. I mean, I've been doing this since 2000, and I never had people coming in there destroying or keep or even making it uh, unusually dirty. 
you know, sometimes they left it even cleaner than they found it. Um, but if they may have broken a glass or something. So who cares about stuff like that, right? But not the destruction that I see happening to a number of places in Toronto or like they had in San Francisco or they had in Vancouver or they have in Niagara Falls. No, I haven't heard that happening in Niagara Lake or, Niagara, or, or, or my type of rentals in the Niagara region, right? So that's, that's something that we have to be very, very much aware of. And certainly direct booking controls it. Right, the direct bookings yes. controls. Yeah. Did, did you want to add anything to that, Damien? No, I just think it's you know obviously we've been speaking about direct bookings for the for the past well yes. month or two, Maria, and yeah. these calls, yeah. and uh, you know it's another facet of direct bookings, another benefit for direct bookings. You know, you having a bit more control over your guests, but also you know if anything happens, you know you don't have to go to an arbitrator, yes. I guess yes. they're a party to discuss. Exactly. Uh, what you think is unfair, etc. You've got full control over over what yeah. you know, how you're going to apply deposits, exactly. cancellation, etc. So. Exactly. I like that. Now I'm going to ask you a question: Are you taking credit cards plus a cash deposit, or how are you handling that, Natasha and Damien? Yeah. Uh, well, for, at the moment, um, I we we take a like a well we I'm sorry in the past we took we like um, allocated the money to to a credit card, mm -hmm. um, but we wouldn't take the full amount. Yes. Um, uh, but it was there, of course, you know, in case anything did mm -hmm. happen. Um, but we also have taken um, a an amount that we refund straight away after the reservation. So both real. Uh, so not so much. We wouldn't take cash. Uh, for me personally, I just find that a bit, bit uh, time consuming and a bit awkward. And, the, and because a lot of my guests as well, they come from overseas, so the cash scenario is a bit difficult for them to get, you know, a certain amount of cash back in euro. That they're going back yeah. to the UK. They, you know, just, just, it complicates it. It complicates it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Thank you, Damien. How about yourself, Natasha? What's your form of payment? Yeah, for me it's the same it's all online and then they will have like two basically like two amounts uh, one is for the booking and one is for um, the refund of the the deposit. Deposit. that makes it easier to refund the amount of things and as damien said like first of all i'm not the one who is on the property now i was doing it before but not anymore uh, especially because i've been traveling um, when I'm renting, now I have someone who is doing the cleaning and who is doing everything for me, so I could not get, take the cash, like basically. It's not my uh, cleaning team, team who will take the cash. So yes. it's better, I think, yeah, it's better just to have this and that way as well for, I think it's um, insurance for them as well to know, okay, they have it, they do the transfer with their bank or something like this. They, mm -hmm. like, they can take pictures, also my cleaning team takes pictures when on arrival, so that mm -hmm. they Okay, uh, it's like this, and it doesn't happen. I refund, but if there is no refund, then they have a way. If you have cash, yes, mm -hmm. well, basically you have no way to to do things. Yes, yes. Myself, I've decided I hold a credit card to mm -hmm. for them to make a reservation, but I ask them to send an email bank transfer or to leave cash. That's how I do it. I've been doing it for twenty years, and I'm going to continue. And you're going to probably say to me, "Why are you doing that?" 
I have heard too many times, Damien and Natasha, where people come and stay in your home, they pay by credit card, and then they reverse the charges saying they didn't like where they stay. This happened too many times to people that I know. I don't want that to happen to me because my season is not that long. You know, I'm a small business. So that's how I prevent it from happening to me. Now, maybe I've gotten less customers, but quite frankly, it's that's okay. That's okay. I mean, if you're not willing to leave cash, if you're not willing to send an email bank transfer, which means you're very serious. Uh, credit cards are too easy. They can, you know, they may not even be valid. Who knows what, right? So I don't want to take that. For me, that's extra time spent trying to, you know, to validate their credit card and all of that. Easier, send me an email bank transfer. Because I have a lot of guests coming from Canada, and we're quite accustomed to doing email bank transfers, Damien and Natasha. So I try and make it easy for me, right? And then also, uh, if they didn't enjoy staying at my place, they don't get their money back, but they may come another time if they want to, right? So no money will be taken out of my account with a credit card company that I have no rights over. So I just, uh, you know, for me, that has worked up until now. Now, who knows with COVID-19, but I'm not going to be going into the credit card and not with the things the way they are right now. It's just a lot of dirty business going on. I don't want to be part of that dirty business, you know. And I haven't started anything, and I won't be starting my um, short-term rental business probably until July, and who knows when in July. Uh, they just opened up last Friday, and like I said, there's already already destruction happening in some homes. I just don't want to be part of that. I want to just wait until things settle down. And we also have such a high protocol. Like we have to do so many things to get our homes available before people come and then after they leave. Too much work. Too much work. Who's going to pay the cleaning staff, you know? So, but let's just leave that now. Let's talk about what you can offer to anyone listening, Natasha and Damien, for, for more direct bookings. Do you want to go into your business a little bit, Natasha? Yes. Well, there are different things. First, the first thing to really think about is to be active. A lot of people start doing things, but they are passive in the way that, okay, I list some different uh, OTAs. Maybe I have a website, which is more or less a direct booking. Hoofy, uh, I mean, I have nothing against this platform, but some people think, okay, it's direct because there is no fee uh, added, but then they don't do anything. Yeah. You have to be active. You have to really like go in Facebook groups to find your ideal guests. You have to act like to put your your Facebook account right so that people when they find you, they know that you have a rental and they can discover more about your place. You have to be on Google My Business to be on uh, Google Maps, otherwise where you will not be found it's the uh, lost of money. You have the same on Instagram. You have to be active. It's it's not about content. It's really about creating relationship, commenting on other accounts. It's about yeah doing something. And as I was saying to my clients, like one of my clients last week, I think he was telling me, oh yeah, okay, I will one hour or two hours. He was telling me next uh, this week to do this on my calendar. I said no. Uh, first, because two hours, you might probably have something which comes up. And better have like five, 10 minutes a day, but every day, because we all have five minutes to be active on Instagram, to be active on Facebook and do it. You will find something else to do and you will not be able to do it. And in fact, in the book direct show, I will talk more about all those techniques. Like the title of the show is 10 minutes, I think, uh, a day on Facebook. Yeah. So 
book, like it's the first thing is to be active. Of course, you have to optimize your profile on Facebook and on Instagram. But once it's kind of optimized, it's kind of set, then you have you cannot just wait. Okay, it's okay. I set up my page. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just I'm gonna, I'm just going to interfere now because I'm going to ask you questions. How do you optimize Facebook? How do you optimize Instagram? So if we have any listeners, you know, any members listening to this, can you give us some advice about that? I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm not getting any bookings through Facebook. And I've been on there since 2012 with my cottage rental. And I've, and I've posted and all of that. I find that if anybody comes, if it's once a year, because this is what I'm finding, um, you know, if it's once a year, they want some sort of a deal. <laughs> In the middle of the summer. Well, good luck. You know, I don't know. Are you finding you're getting bookings on Facebook and on Instagram, both of you? Are you finding that or not? Uh, yes, my clients are finding uh, getting booking from Facebook. Like for instance, just before like just before the lockdown, one of my clients in South Africa, hi Melanie, okay. uh, she was like she put one post saying we just had a conversation and she was thinking, okay, I don't know who would like to like, uh, be in front of the beach but not have access to the beach. Well, like. Having a sea view when you have to stay maybe one month or two months in lockdown is kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> so like she got uh, like more confidence and she posted on Facebook. Uh, if you want direct bookings, send me a WhatsApp uh, message. She had like the direct link to the WhatsApp, and okay. she got both of her place booked with one post. Perfect. Um, that is really good. So it seems to be working for her. So yeah. she uses the WhatsApp. So is that, do you find that easier? Because I'm not using WhatsApp, I'm using fa uh, Facebook Messenger, but explain to me why WhatsApp is so important for direct bookings then. Um, okay, so for this client, this is because she's in South Africa and I think probably they prefer WhatsApp to other uh, way of messaging. I think this is why it's always important to really know who are your guests and adapt to your guests. Mm -hmm. I have another... Yeah. A client in California who just decided to also create a WhatsApp group mm -hmm. uh, to say, okay, if you want to know the latest availability, be part of uh, my group. She launched it on Facebook yesterday or two days ago, and she has already has 40 people in it. So 40 people interested in knowing yeah. the availability for our place. So, and she's in uh, California. Okay. I, I think it's working, but as I was saying on Facebook, uh, you you have to be active, not just wait for, you have your page and wait for yeah. people to find you. Uh, you probably have, as you said, like different businesses. Mm -hmm. So you cannot be active for all of your businesses. Uh, I guess you're more like passive for your uh, cottage page on Facebook. No, and I'm not. It's very no. active. No, it's very, very active. I just find that people, maybe years ago when I first started, you would see more people going on the Facebook page and, you know, would, would send messages. Um, but maybe now this new generation just isn't doing that, you know. Um, so I, I, I don't know why, but that's okay. This is good to know, right? I mean, so, so set up a WhatsApp page then. That's what you need to do is set up a WhatsApp. Is that what I'm understanding? Well, sure. First, this is something that I'm not using as a strategy. Maybe some other can talk okay. more. Maybe okay. Damian uh, can talk more about okay. it. But I know that some people uh, do it after if it's a strategy or not. For me, yeah. I, it's not in my expertise. So you use a Facebook page. You set up a Facebook page. 
and then mm -hmm. you start posting about what's going on. As I was saying, okay. content so posting is is not the most important. It's okay. good to have something kind of on your page. So you are we are asking for about optimizing your Facebook page yeah. and your yes. Facebook uh, profile. Yes. On a Facebook personal profile, how to optimize it is to have in your description bio uh, the most important things. So for you, you have several businesses, so it's difficult yes. to. Oh, that's okay. It's not just me listening, right? Most people just have one business. For other people, if you have just one business, yeah. uh, use this description bio to say what your rentals. Say who are your ideal guests okay. uh, and say where it is, how like, how it is the place, depending on how much you can write, of course, and have the link to uh, your website mm -hmm. or if you're not mm -hmm. yet, yeah. to your listings. Yeah. Also, your cover picture, which is something that people can see. It's public. You don't need to be friends with that person to see it. The mm -hmm. cover picture is the same. Have the best picture of uh, of your rental with a review on top so that you can give social proof. With and That's very, very important. A lot of people don't do it. Uh, in the caption of these pictures, mm -hmm. you have to have the link as well. So that people don't have to find it. You really have to make it easy for people to not yeah. have to. This is something I see a lot on Facebook. I'm interested in someone. I go to the profile. I have to go to 10 pages to find the link. Yeah. So this is, yeah. <laughs> like, you really have to be very, very interested to, to go to the link. Yeah. Easy for people in the caption of your cover picture. Uh, put the link. Why the cover picture? Because each time you're commenting on Facebook in a group, which is what I mean by being active, mm -hmm. um, be in the groups, you comment on something, people are curious, they will uh, go over your name, and this is what will happen mm -hmm. up here. Okay. Uh, without even clicking on it, they will see your cover picture. They see there, oh, she has a place in Niagara Falls. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking of going there, uh, I'm interested in this place, mm -hmm. I will check it. So yeah. that's like the first thing to optimize it, of course, as well, so that you have done it, but not everyone is doing it as well. Uh, if you have a business page on Facebook, then be sure to link it to your personal profile. How you do this, basically you uh, put that you're the owner, uh, you have to edit the info and you put that you're the owner. Again, it's to make it easier for people to go on that page, maybe see the reviews and other things. Mm -hmm. For the business page, mm -hmm. it's very important to optimize it as well. Have a shop there. Why a shop? A lot of people don't have it. Uh, they want to see your prices from the beginning. Again, mm -hmm. to make it easy. Sure. They don't yes. want to go check the website, go check your booking yes. Uh, yes. page. They want yes. to see, okay, is it my budget? Is it not my budget? Okay, mm -hmm. I, I move. So having a shop is one of the important mm -hmm. things, of course, after after you have to have the book now button which goes directly to your booking uh, page mm -hmm. on the page. But after this once you have done those things you have to be active in the facebook groups where are your ideal guests i don't know for you but for other mm -hmm. listeners who are your ideal guests uh, why they are coming uh, are they doing a special hobby like one of my clients uh, she's uh, attracting a lot of people who do mountain biking because she's just uh, next to the trails. And uh, if she's in those groups, if she's commenting, then people, she will be visible yes. for the yes. right uh, people. So that's what I mean by being active. Mm -hmm. 
inviting the right people. Good point. Good point. Belong to a number of groups where people have activities. I've done all that too, but I'll probably have you look at what's going on on my Facebook page and get some advice from you, Natasha. <laughs> then I can give you uh, a testimonial, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you helped me, right? That's that proved you can help somebody else. So thank you, Damien. Did you want to add anything more here? Like, are you finding? Are you getting any bookings on on social media on Facebook at all? Well, look. Natasha yeah. it knows more about this than me. And that's the reason I contacted her that's to right. get on board with the show. You know, it's the reason I'm contacting all of the speakers. All the that others. I yes, yes. So she's an expert, she deals with clients. She uh, you know, she she's day in, day out talking, uh, you know, and yeah. she knows Facebook inside out. Um yeah. one thing I'd say about Facebook, um, and that with any group that you would have, mm -hmm. aside all the optimization that uh, Natasha was talking about. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to not sell too much as well. Yes, of course, uh, of course, it, I don't. It, yeah, engagement <laughs> is very much about yeah trying to resonate with your guest and your your target guest and just making sure they're aware of what's going on, what events mm -hmm. are happening, mm -hmm. you know, where what changes have happened okay. since they may not have last been there. Not just we've got a special this well, week. Got, no, that's, got special. that's boring. You know, a number of years boring. ago. Good point, Damien. A number of years ago, it you know came to light that they really people really don't care where they stay. They just want to be comfortable, and if they have the right price range, but they want that you know like they don't want you to keep selling your place. They want you to sell what's going on. So that has shifted from years ago because as you know, I'm a baby boomer, and I started in 2000. So it's shifted the way people are even marketing now, Natasha. You know, so you've got to go with young people like yourself that are you know in the know using more social media because I mean let's face it, a lot of us weren't even using social media in 2000 I started using social media in 2012 you know so I mean the whole business model has shifted and we have to shift with it this is all really good advice I mean you know Damien good choice of having a lady on board because many people have a great Facebook page but it's not reaching the right people and then you know you have a great even um, Instagram page but it's not reaching all the people I guess so certainly we can use your services absolutely absolutely so one thing I would, I would add to this actually well two things in fact we were talking about whatsapp and i think whatsapp is probably more important just in terms of communication with your guest okay uh, with when you've got their phone number for example it's a nice way to communicate with them throughout mm -hmm. their stay and okay. afterwards you know and get their email address if you haven't got it through yeah. through your ota etc uh, and to create groups as well is, is very useful because you can you can create a group where um, all the communication can just come from you. It doesn't need to be, yeah. Uh, there doesn't need to be a chat uh, in place. And yes. you can send out okay. something once a month or something. So it's, mm -hmm. you're not starting them with information, uh, which can be, you know, especially useful. Um, one of the things I'd say is Pinterest. And I'm only just learning about Pinterest at the moment. Mm -hmm. I don't know whether you have a, a forte in that, Natasha. I've been in Pinterest, but I, I, I mean, I'm not using it, right? I mean, how about yourself, Natasha? Are you using Pinterest at all? I've been using it since 2012. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Again>. <laughs> I was uh, on another show, and in fact, I was saying the same that Pinterest is something that is very little used by uh, business owners. And in fact, mm -hmm. it's one of the best things to get traffic, to get visitors, and the easy way. Really, the okay. easy way. It's organic. You can pay as well, but uh, it's mm -hmm. organic. It's it's uh, like a snowball. It grows and grows and grows with time. 
it's very like the best thing for instance people who have direct bookings and they have like kind of a freebie to sign up for the newsletter maybe they did a, like top five tips to do around california or something mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. yeah. then having it on pinterest is very helpful with the right keywords so that people sign up for the newsletter it's very easy um, basically if you have a website and you have a blog uh, then using Pinterest is perfect. You do three uh, little pins per uh, per blog post, and then you get traffic all the time for your for your rentals and your website. This is very very interesting. And again, uh, as you were saying about like not selling, uh, this is the same. A lot of people they think okay, but I have to sell on Pinterest. This is mm -hmm. no, you don't have to put pictures of your property. This is a mistake I see a lot of uh, my students because I have a on this for Pinterest. At first, they, they start doing this, uh, and I'm like, okay, no, let's re re we work on your Pinterest. Okay. Um, it's really about the area, about the things to do around because people will not look like mostly will not look for rentals. They will look for, for instance, one of my clients in California. Uh, mm -hmm. She's Sonoma County, okay, what to do in Sonoma, or day trip from uh, San Francisco. Then you put this, and then, okay, she appears, and then they go on her website, the information they are looking for about things to do from San Francisco, and they see, oh, but there is, she has a rental, oh, interesting, and she has a beautiful place, so they like it, oh, perfect, it would be great for my family. You have to use the right keywords, and, it's it's easy to rank on on Pinterest if you do oh, good. do it the right way. We'll have to get in touch with you about that too, Natasha. <laughs> this is all very exciting, Damien. This is fantastic. You know, this is really really good advice for all of us. The reason I bring these people on, I know. Maria, it's fantastic. I'm so glad. An additional point just about Pinterest um, mm -hmm. that I would add, Maria, is that um, I think the data does back this up, is that the majority of the users on, on Pinterest are, are women. Yes. And uh, yes. I think it's like late 30s is the average age mm -hmm. uh, there. But um, women are the majority of the bookers in our I industry know. as well. I so know. it makes sense <laughs> to harness that. And actually, you know, they're looking for inspiration, you know. But bookers are looking for inspiration, not necessarily deals. So yes. that's are them inspire them with images that aren't uh, salesy so yeah, i think i love yeah, it learning about this as well so i think it's it's really yeah. worth everyone looking yeah. into yeah well again getting more direct bookings right natasha i mean and it's not going to happen overnight but certainly we can start now and work on it so we're ready for next year because i mean we have to think that way i mean with covid 19 it's put such a damper on everything but it's i don't know about you but it's certainly i have stopped because i've been you know i've had my own business since 1982 starting in new york city and i have not stopped working since 1982 this has really stopped me in my boots from the middle of march but i'm re-looking at my whole business model right i mean and and taking the time to do that and producing shows like this i've been just such a pleasure meeting people like yourselves and just looking at things a little bit differently because sometimes we just need to stop and just look right look at it and not be on that wheel i mean that's crazy sometimes so this has been for myself this has been a gift in my life and sometimes gift comes in ways we don't even think about or don't even imagine you know and and you coming on the show is my gift Damien meeting you on Facebook was my gift because so many people are suffering 
you know, going through the OTAs and, and having people destroy their properties. And this is not this is not just something new. It's been going on for a number of years since Airbnb changed the way they did business. Once upon a time when I first started with them, because I was one of the few that started with them, you could see the picture of someone who wanted to book with you. Then they took that away. And then you can't have any information at all. And they're making it even tighter now. Give me a break. This is our home, right? Like it's just, I just shake my head and then think, oh my God, you know, it's, it's uh, how much is this being, is this fun doing this anymore at all, right? Mm -hmm. So you look at your business model, but certainly doing it the way you're doing it, you get to know them. You get to know them on social media. You see Facebook pages, you see who they are. It's fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. Yes, exactly. But you yeah. have to think, um, uh, because I know a lot of hosts are thinking like you about Airbnb. You, yes. One of my clients was telling me, okay, no, but like my goal is to not be on Airbnb anymore. And I was like, okay, just let's, let's pause for a <laughs> always, always, You will always have to be on the big platforms, but yes. you have yes. to use them as a marketing uh, yes. tool. Because people like they have a huge traffic all of those uh, they have huge traffic you have to have a brand name so that they find you on this um, these platforms and then they can find you on google being away from this platform is utopia i think uh, you just have to find a way for them to also find you for direct bookings of course some will go directly with direct bookings with time thanks to social media presence and mm -hmm. social presence on uh, on google but you ha you have to be on those platforms as well yes oh you do i would never suggest to anyone to leave it there's no way they make the job so much easier because when i started 20 years ago we didn't have anything to do with otas nothing mm -hmm. we did it ourselves with our website and people found us and then because i belonged to an association they would send people to me too right but it was a, it was tough eh? it was a tough business and and if you don't know anything you're just starting out i mean you could you could die you could die not eating because you know there's no way and that's why i went into long-term rentals too because short-term rentals i could see they could uh, cancel their bookings at any time and you're mm -hmm. counting on that money i thought forget about that that's okay for a couple months of the year but the rest is long term where the people are steady there and they give you the money right but then you have to make sure you, you choose the right people too so certainly the two strategies have worked very well for my business you know that's, mm -hmm. that's all i can say now yeah so let's say now natasha someone just starting out right now okay they're just starting out they have a Facebook page, they have a page for their business, then they have their own personal page. So that's where they should be somehow tying in. Like, do they post on their personal page uh, about what's coming up in the area? And then uh, then also, but you would post it also on your uh, business page, wouldn't you? Like, well, what's mm -hmm. the sequence? What's your sequence in doing this then? Yes, uh, I would advise doing the contrary. Put, okay. uh, put the business page and then resharing uh, on your personal okay, page. You. That way, people who follow you, like what we say, is the warm audience. They are already like your friends. They are already in your networks. Okay. They will see that you have this business. They will give you more like credibility because okay, like she has uh, a business mm -hmm. and they will like your page and go follow it as well. Yeah. There, so that's how we do it uh, the other way around. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Instagram, um, how would you just suggest we do that? Just post pictures of upcoming events, talk about it. Like, what would you suggest? Because it's mostly picture pictures on Instagram, isn't it? 
Yes. Yeah, that's what it is for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Instagram is all about like beautiful um, pictures. That's yeah. like in fact they it was not starting like this. They switched the whole uh, business model after a while, seeing that it was more about uh, pictures. In fact, but again, content is good. So it's good to have, as I say, when you optimize it, at least nine pictures uh, which shows like some something about your rental so that they see okay but they also see as you say things to do around so very important if you want to post about the event as well mm -hmm. uh, you can use the what we call the highlights on the top of your profile a little menu uh, with your different properties pictures reviews for your property things to do in the area um events coming up that you do this you do this using the stories and then saving it in the highlights mm -hmm. uh, but the most the most the most important again is to be active finding the right hashtags and the right hashtag is not the biggest one this is a mistake that i see a lot of people doing they think okay oh there is two million here people uh, following this or who have posted about this yes yeah. but it means also that if you post a content about this hashtag then there is also Two million other content so basically you are in a big sea and you will yes. never be seen yes yes to be found in a small lake so that they can, they can find you so i would say between 2000 20000 uh, posts for this hashtag is a good uh, range and be active so what i do uh, first with my clients for instance mm -hmm. one of my clients is in south of france uh, he was posting he was using hashtags um, this is something I see with, I would say, maybe 80% of the host or more. Uh, you use some uh, hashtags like BNB Superhost, Vacation Rentals, something mm -hmm. like this. This is putting you in front of other competitors who do the same as you. Yes. <laughs> they are not your yes. ideal guest. So you have to think really, that's what we did uh, with this uh, client. Okay, who are your ideal guests? And we uh, came up with the idea with like, I asked several questions to come uh, with uh, this answer at the beginning is usually people are very, how to say, um, broad in the answer, but you mm -hmm. have to be very specific, otherwise mm -hmm. you will not find um, like something very specific for hashtag. Mm -hmm. And uh, we came up with, okay, people who love wine and people who love very good food. So then you find you have those different categories of uh, hashtags that you uh, people that you want to find hashtag for you do a list on of hashtag around 10 per uh, per topic mm -hmm. and then you comment or you follow people who use uh, those hashtag so as i said like you do it five minutes a day you click on this hashtag for instance for wine wine lovers club is one that we are using uh, i clicked on it for him i see who are the last uh, what are the last um, posts and i comment there because basically those people who are posting this uh, they are the ideal uh, guests plus the other people who are uh, checking this picture they are also the ideal guests so by commenting there you will be seen by this pool of people that you want to be in front of so it's not about just the content the content is the optimization that you do at first when you set up the account or when you refresh the account but after it's really about relationship, being active, five minutes a day, you do something on Instagram, on Facebook. As you were mentioning, I saw on your Facebook, uh, it's important to not do 10 
things at once. It's important to more focus on one. Mm -hmm. So if you have at the moment 4,000 uh, people, like one of my clients, she has 4,000 people on Facebook, then it's better to focus on Facebook uh, instead of Instagram where you have 100. Yes. Of course, sure. Sure. Focus on one. Otherwise, you will think, okay, I have to do this and this and this and this, yeah. and then you are thinking overwhelmed and you're not doing anything. Yeah. So it's better to do one thing a day to not yeah. do anything. So that's yeah. where my tips. I agree. I agree. That's 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 just it, right? To make the time, but also to know that what you're doing is going to have results. I mean, you can keep spinning your wheels and, and nothing's happening, right? So I, I agree. Uh, certainly at the beginning to getting the numbers up that you have followers, right? And then after that, you can concentrate on putting the right type of content that they would be interested in asking them to get their friends that might be interested in coming to your part of the woods and all of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Thank you, Natasha. Damien, did you want to add anything more to this? I know you're just sitting like me. I'm just, I'm just mesmerized by this, you know? Fantastic. <laughs> um, I would say, well, as, you, as I think you know anyway, Maria, my bag is SEO, search engine mm -hmm. optimization is what I do. Um, and it's kind of similar to what um, Natasha was saying in terms of knowing your market and actually not trying to, for example, in your case, trying to find someone who's looking for Niagara vacation rentals. Yeah. You know, Broadening your market and actually finding out what actually, you know, what what do we offer? Look, we're not going to be able to to outrank a company like Airbnb or try. <laughs> we can outrank them for something like, you know, pet friendly or you know, property with jacuzzi or something like this. So actually focus on on phrases like this. Um, whereas, you know, they may not have as much uh, search data or a search mm -hmm. query or volume mm -hmm. at all. There actually is probably a, a more of a focused level of intent there and that your rewards could actually be a lot, a lot better in the long run by doing that. I so not, yes. not chasing these massive numbers. I think that yeah. that's a mistake that, that we've all made. I've made that as well. Oh, sure, but, we all uh, do, right? We all uh, do. Yeah, Paris, Paris holiday rentals or something like that. It, mm -hmm. It's not going to happen. You know, absolutely no chance. You see, you know, you know, fifty thousand, um, you know, searches per month. Think, yeah, I want, I want a slice of that cake. Yeah, but it's, it's not going to happen. We just think, it's tough. Think. It's tough. And you know what? I, that's really good that you bring that up because in my case, I have a um, heritage cottage rental. So. Uh, my avatar, you know, as a customer or guest would be someone who likes, first of all, a, a heritage cottage. Next mm -hmm. of all, because my, my, my yard is natural, it's an overgrown, like a mini forest. Someone who's a nature lover would want to go there because it's full of nature. There's no, I never sprayed with fertilizer or anything. It's natural. And and I made it, and I had actually a gardener from Shaw Festival come and design it for me. And then my own design after that. It's all natural. You can eat everything. It's edible. You know, like all, you know, even weeds are edible, you know. So so that would be my customer, the ones that would appreciate that a lot more than somebody who just wants to find a place, right? And I have found myself in 20 years, the ones who have enjoyed it the most are the people who want to stay at a heritage place didn't didn't think it had to be perfect because how can a heritage place be perfect and love the yard for what it was you know mm -hmm. you're right about that damien that's perfect you know that's exactly what we have to go we have to do 
And I think most of us, or even me at one point, it doesn't matter who came in, but now, yes, it matters to me. I just don't want everybody in there. Because if you're going to start complaining that it's overgrown, and I said there is an overgrown mini forest, what are you coming to my place for? It says what it is. Oh, it's overgrown. I said, don't you read the description? Overgrown. You know. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, I all dealt with with guests who have not read descriptions. Yeah, most of them don't. They say, "Look at the price," just like you're saying, Natasha. Look at the price, right? So put the price up front, and then they don't waste your time on them. So, yeah, you know what? I've I've enjoyed having you, Natasha. We'll have to have you back again, but we'll close for now. Um, just tell us how people can get in touch with you, please. Yes. Well, I think you. There I is have everything there. NatashaParmentier.com, and they can find me on Facebook. I think also you put uh, my name on Facebook, Natasha Parm, and yes. send me a message and tell me how I can help them. And yes. And you know they should let you know they they found you through me. That's what they should say, right? Yes. So they don't know if it's gonna work or not. <laughs> <laughs> Natasha, thank you for being with us. Damien, I know. Tell us more about the book direct show. Are you getting more people? Tell us. This is so exciting. Since we're all yeah, part yeah, of it, right? Sure, yeah. yeah. I should really start marketing it very soon. Uh, yeah, we've got. I mean, the thing is, it, it's. I was always going to be spending a lot of time on content just to make sure we've got the right speakers. Yes. Uh, and we've kind of got. Not all of the, you know, the bases covered because that's impossible. But as yeah. many as we as we felt uh, as were applicable, and uh, you know, that's what kind of really spent the last last while doing. So we're up to forty eight speakers now, and I think we're going to pretty much close it off there. Maybe fifty is the magic yeah. number. I was but say, think, uh, the magic number. <laughs> so, uh, so. Yeah, it's uh, bookdirect.show, and I'm at Damien at bookdirect.show. So can you tell us what they can expect? Are we going to be going into rooms with speakers? Tell us what they can expect, Damien. For two day, I, sh I should ask Natasha to see if she's aware. <laughs> <laughs> I will give the mic to you. Thank you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a two day online conference, uh, Maria. So it's uh, first day is going to be more of a live and interactive session. Uh, we're going to base it from Barcelona, so we're going to have about eight speakers join us on the day, uh, have some live Q&As and polls, etc. And on the second day, the, the where the majority of our webinars are going to be available for all attendees, um, and they will go live and uh, attendees will have access to all of those videos for, for three months thereafter. So Fantastic. you can't attend on the day or over, over the couple of days, that's absolutely fine. You'll have access to all of the information. We reckon about 35 hours worth of just direct booking strategies from people who know how to generate direct bookings. Yeah, that's and the they're actually important. doing it. And they're actually doing it, yeah. yeah. Exactly, who have got proof of concepts. They're doing it on a day-to-day -day basis. They see yeah. results um, like Natasha. Yeah. yeah, Fantastic. How can they get in touch with you, Damien? And how much is how much is the, the show going to be? So it's ninety-five pounds. Um, so that's sterling UK pounds. Uh, that's where my business is based. Mm -hmm. And uh, the um, so it's the bookdirect.show is the URL. Mm -hmm. And I'm a in at bookdirect.show, or I'm on LinkedIn as well. It's probably where I'm most active. We're also on Twitter too. And Facebook. Uh, and Facebook. Uh, and Facebook as well. Yeah, we've got actually a book direct community. If anyone wants to join, um, for mm -hmm. people who are you know specifically looking at that. Uh, those strategies mm -hmm. uh, to generate book to, uh, direct bookings. 
Um, mm-hmm. We've got a nice group in there as well. So yeah, that's a, that's a nice way to, to get in contact with. Fantastic. I know I got in touch with you through LinkedIn. And then I found you on Facebook. I said, can you come and talk on Facebook? It's so much easier than LinkedIn, right? Because there's so many people sending me messages. So I got him sure. over to Facebook to talk things. I don't know if you do it with anyone else, but you're certainly doing it with me. And I, we've got Natasha now, right? <laughs> yeah, all, all the good names on board. All good people on board. So we'll just continue this series, Damien. So hopefully next week we'll have you back with another guest and we will have you back again, Natasha. But I will be getting in touch with you, Natasha. Absolutely. So I want to thank my guests, Natasha Parm and also Damien Sheridan. Thank you very much for being my guest. And um, we were talking about how to get more direct bookings. And we all need more direct bookings if we're going to be successful with our business. And, you know, some of us have really, some people have been burned by the OTAs. And you as a business, if you're truly a business, you want to have your website, you want to use social media properly. But because we're not all experts, we have to rely on Damien and Natasha to help us through to build our own website, our own social media presence, our own understanding SEO, because it is a business, we need to make it our business. And we as business people now, guys, have to become technical, technologically savvy. I've had to do it. Who would think I have to run a business now? I have to know about websites and everything else. When I started business in 1982, we didn't know any of this stuff even existed, right? Had a fax machine if you had a telephone and maybe you had an answering machine at home and you had no cell phone, you're answering the phones, right? And you had some sort of a computer, but you couldn't do very much on it. So look at where we've progressed. So we have to move along. And I'm glad for the millennials coming into my life that are making it easier for me. So these are marketing tips for short-term rentals, how to get more direct bookings. Thank you, Damien. Uh, for being my guest again and our new guest natasha parm is a is a multiple source of income airbnb host marketing consultant and life coach you can find her on uh, her website it's all written down there so um i look forward to seeing you all and take care thank you so much and listen have a great season have a great season <laughs> thank you. Hey,